0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Funhouse Podcast. I'm Armando Torres, and today I'm joined by three beautiful guests. We've got Jacob Fullerton. Hi. We've got Charlotte McGrath. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got James Willems. Which one's my camera? Is it over there? It's, uh, It's, in no. this, is it's it that nanny one? cam in No, in this you're not looking at any camera. <laughs>
1: is that my camera? <laughs>
2: Oh, look at that smile. So pretty. See, oh, that's fun. There it is. So Eyes on. There you go.
0: Can we
1: get a close-up oh. on me? Mm-hmm.
0: Do we do that on this <laughs> show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, James, it's good to have you back, buddy. Well, how long has I gone? I don't know. I mean, well, You haven't been on the podcast yeah. in... Uh, I think like two weeks, though, right? Maybe. Not that long. I think the... No, that I think the last time you were on, I wasn't here or something. We've been pre-recording uh, these okay, a lot. yeah, yeah. Well,
1: the hounds have been out. Look, searching for ages. There's at least one since the Doctor Strange 2 rip-a-thon. James and I are mutually exclusive
3: podcast guests.
1: That's
3: true. We normally are not on them together. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, normally I
1: get a message that's like, James is on this one, you're off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fun fact, Charlotte and I also haven't played Chicken in a Pool together as well. Wow. That is a little hard to believe. So... Those and are like we, the only two things. We've played everything else. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. You're else. always like, I'm on top. I'm, yeah, on, I'm top. on top. I'm and on so top. but it's basically you just standing in the pool. Yeah. Because I'm just down there, but <laughs> drowning. Yeah, yeah. It's but, the yeah. deep end. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm drowning too. <laughs> I'm barely <laughs> afloat. Uh, we've all had an interesting couple of weeks uh, going places, getting ready to go places. I'm sorry to force this on you, but I told you that I was going to ask about it someday. You went to Star Wars Celebration. Oh, wow. What a coincidence that I'm wearing the shirt. Today. I know. Not yeah, That's really. not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. What are we
2: doing? Yeah. I w- that was like... Uh, oh a little while ago at this point, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. a few months. weeks now. This yeah. out yeah. Thursdays from Yeah, then. I went to the Star Wars Celebration, my first one here in Anaheim. Wait, About- your first one ever?
1: Ever, yeah. Well, because you had gotten tickets to
2: go- In 2020. In 2020, and yeah. it was gonna be a big deal for you. I feel like something
3: you. happened in 2020.
2: Something, yeah, oh, I got I postponed for no reason. Oh. Joe um,
3: Biden was elected to the highest <laughs> yeah. office in the land. And he
2: ruined Star Wars as <laughs> it, well as Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> but yeah, I <laughs> know it's a Star Wars celebration. Is it? It was awesome.
0: Is it always in Anaheim? Is it somewhere else? No, over here? it's in
2: London next year. Oh, um, fuck. Okay. I, Anaheim yeah. of
0: the United Kingdom. Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> So you had never been, you went, uh do you have any quick highlights? And also can you tell me that story again that you told me? Oh I'm yeah. Saying?
2: Well the highlights, there was a few things. I was there all four days. Um I went to some cool panels and stuff, saw Ian McDermott who plays the Emperor. Okay. Uh he did a panel and he just said he just talked about theater and stuff and he said, Do it. Um and oh, yeah, everybody yeah, clapped. I that um and yeah, all the cosplay was super cool. They're like all, all the behind the scenes panels, those are the most interesting. Did you, did you go,
0: did you cosplay?
2: Not on the first day. Okay. <laughs> I started just wearing like just t-shirt and shorts, full comfort mode. Okay. Um, Cause it was a convention. And then by the fourth day I was wearing like a full Jedi costume. Um, and that, that was pretty fun and extremely uncomfortable.
1: Did you transform bit by bit? Yeah. You said on the first day you were yeah. normal, and the last day you were full Jedi. Was yeah. there small bits and pieces that you added? Yes. Day in, day, okay, good.
2: So like on the second and third day, I was wearing just a robe over a t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> on the first day, I just wore the rat tail. Oh, here's tail. the evolution. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, I had, the, I had the Padawan rat tail the whole time. But first day, normal. Second day, robe. Third day, robe with a lightsaber. Fourth day, full ensemble. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a virus? Yeah, no, it's
0: (laughs) like a
1: butterfly, like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. No, that's not how that works. They they disappear and then they
0: return fully formed. They have the decency to change behind closed doors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't have to see them while they're ugly. Yeah, of course. Uh, Jesus, that's that sounds super cool. Yeah, it was but, four days of panels, four days of cosplaying. Four yeah, days and of it was events. like
2: maybe one or two panels a day. There would be mm-hmm. like a big one that I try to get to, and then like maybe a little one in the afternoon, and I just walk around a bunch, look at all the cool stuff. People get lit. Oh yeah, yeah, super lit. Like you, I have death sticks. Somebody gave me death sticks. What are what that's like? Not,
3: that's not. That's super dangerous. Yeah, you should know better what? than that.
2: Sound like a lightsaber? You want to go home. No. <laughs> They're drugs. They're Star Wars drugs. They are so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, oh, are fun. they
0: making in, in Obi-Wan when they go to the space meth lab? Are oh, no, they making spice. Death Sticks? Which is in Death Sticks. There's okay. Spice yeah. in Star
2: Wars? They
3: just it's stole from everything? Dune. It's just from
0: Dune. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, so is Luke. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Desert planets. Yeah. It's all, it's all <laughs> from Dune.
0: Spice is from our world. It's but synthetic You marijuana. mentioned. <laughs> I did the...
2: Biggest highlight of the whole show is watching a stormtrooper rip their helmet off and projectile vomit into a bush. It was <laughs> awesome. It
3: would have been so much better if it was a Vader who couldn't get the helmet off and then it, <laughs> it came, came out. The- with <laughs> <boundless>. <laughs> that that <laughs> like happened Play-Doh? to a friend of mine in Dayton. Ew, God. in uh, the Vader I, mask? I mean, no, it's just he splayed it through his fingers. He got vomit all over.
1: Uh, it all. I've told this story before. So I apologize to anyone who's heard it, but I, when I was working at G4, had to work several Comic Cons, but one specifically I was in charge of managing the crowd that would be behind the stage where they were filming Attack of the Show. So basically I would be like, hey, you wanna want, like if they were in a cool costume or whatever, there was a guy dressed as Venom in like, it was like a, not a regular material. Like it was like plasticky kind of material. And the way it worked is he would, pull the mask over top and then he would like pin it there. And then when he needed to take the mask off it back, but everything else was attached to him. And so there was a point where (laughs) he was having some issues and I saw him struggling. And then, and then he went with the mask on. (laughs) Just the loudest wettest, wettest sneeze
3: oh.
1: and then and then they were like and we're clear for commercial and then so then he took the thing off and it was just oh, filled no. with gook. Oh, God. it was filled with gook but he has no pockets he's just a venom guy and so like he's trying oh, to dude. like like do this and then there and then and then I had to go I had to go back in costumes coming back for commercial <laughs> and so and then so he goes he goes <laughs> <laughs> pulled it back, pulled God. it back onto his face. Oh, that's <laughs>
3: disgusting. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> he was committed. He was committed, and he was right there. You could probably see him on, on some of those shots if you could find them. Oh, I... what's inside.
0: Oh, it's fucking disgusting. It looks yeah. like a, 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 a Ghostbusters ghost just exploded. <laughs> I saw in a video place. recently.
2: I don't remember where, but it's a guy in a Spider-Man costume at, like, a party or something, and he dives into a pool. Okay. And then oh, when he comes no. out, he's just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, cuz he's, he's just waterboarding water yeah. himself. Yeah. He's just like, you hear him like
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he wants to drag him out of the pool and try to figure out how to get this costume off him cuz it's like skin tight. Yeah. So he's trying to find where the seams are. <laughs> and this guy's just like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's second only
3: to like random like videos from third world countries where it's like Spider-Man <laughs> on a motorcycle that oh, falls yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: like My I'm oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> No, that's it. <laughs>
0: that's it. My favorite <laughs> videos are uh, <laughs> Hood birthday parties where they got Spider-Man like twerking on Venom. You yeah, like, I like those? seeing Spongebob <laughs> Cripwalk. <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there oh, must man. be. There's, is there a social media account that's like cosplay gone wrong? And I'm not talking about bad cosplay. I'm talking about someone in like reasonable cosplay but that performs some sort of action, like jumping in a pool, mm. or like they have Vomiting. a giant stilt thing and the, and the the giant boot, Warhammer boot, collapses yeah. beneath them and they go tumbling. Well, their costume is covered in very flammable paint.
3: There was something <laughs> that happened though, to Mrs. Incredible.
2: Oh, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, what
3: what was that I think video? it's
2: like her face comes off. I think her face comes off. Oh, oh, yeah, at Disneyland. Looks, but
3: it's not like you see the person underneath it. It's like a facade falls off of the mask and yeah. it's like this horrible void and it's like... <laughs> I think kids are like, (laughs) "Ah, (laughs) and she's like, Robert Nashville (laughs) Park.
2: Yeah, I didn't see anything other than the vomiting go wrong with the Star Wars stuff. All the cosplay was so cool. There's this amazing General Grievous but the guy was like inside the cape.
3: Oh, I
1: saw that And like pictures puppeting the body the in best, front of it. The best thing about that Grievous was that he had COVID. So the coughing seemed just like. Yeah, yeah. it's all part
2: of the character. Yeah. I went up to him to take a picture with him. And I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then like inside the stomach, you were like, oh, thanks <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been terrified of like.
3: General Grievous? Yeah.
0: Scary. Um,
3: that, I always ended that Lego set and I never got it. That minifigure. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I was always, I've always been like pretty terrified at the concept of wearing like a skin tight suit. One, because I'm just a big gross blob. But secondly, because like I've told many stories about needing to vomit or almost, or actually shitting my pants on, on not only this show, but just in general. Right. Uh, and I feel like if I wore that, I would be tempting fate. Well, oh, a yeah. hundred a choice.
3: But you would also have the unprecedented uh, pre- unprecedented <clears throat> opportunity to at the same time shit your
0: shirt. Yeah. Is it's all one thing. That's true. Yeah,
1: And your socks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this Halloween, I was Omni-Man. I Which suck. is just like a one piece thing that you pull over your body. And it is the kind of thing where you're like, <laughs> this is TMI for a lot of people, but you're like, the party starts at 6.30. And so at like 5.30, you're sitting on the toilet and you're like, anything that needs to happen has to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> because right, once I'm zipped in, I'm not zipping out. Like, so let's let's go, yeah. baby. I, yeah.
0: There's been several times in my life where I've like barely made it and mm-hmm. been able to just take my pants off and go. And yeah. if I had any extra steps in that, I'd <laughs> just be walking. I, the, the back of my suit would look like the front of Venom's mask. Oh, God. Venom looked perfectly normal yeah. from the outside. Yeah. yeah. But inside, he was
1: all goo, symbiotic yeah.
0: goo. <laughs> what a great metaphor for depression. On the outside, yeah. you look good, yeah. but Better on the kind of inside... On the outside, you look like Venom. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: depression. Yeah. And
0: on the inside, all boogies. And depression comes from space.
2: Well, I was lucky with the Jedi costume on that fourth day because it's it was cheap and very uh, fragile. So the only thing holding on the pants was a belt because the button had disappeared Is and the zipper was broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I needed to piss, I just like, went in there and just went like, whoop. So you <laughs> were go. you were
1: one slip away from exposing yourself to everyone out there. It was as a as good belt. belt, like a really good belt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good belt.
1: Yeah, standard issue with the Jedi Temple. Good belt. Oh man, I um...
3: <laughs> From my point of view, the Jedi are peeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, Jesus. Wrong accent. That really disturbing scene at the beginning of Obi-Wan when that Jedi <laughs> pops his belt <laughs> in the temple. That's why they oh all start shooting. Oh my gosh,
2: that's why they had to put the warning on it. I thought you were talking about when that awful chase scene happens with the with the, the chase scene is the best part of the pilot.
3: Because it's it feels like something I haven't seen in a movie in a long time. Yeah. Like it feels like a Turner classic moment where I'm just like. This is so silly, and I'm like, yeah, it's a space princess running from space profiteer and like, flee and 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 flee, yeah. yeah, and flee and like just like it's so goofy, and she's such a tropey precocious child actor that I'm just like, yeah, why would I want this to be gritty and real? Well, I thought it was so funny when they were like, shoot.
1: <laughs> well, but I think it's just the block. This I know this is an Obi wan review, but the blocking yeah. of it was absurd. That's if they just what took I like. Or four steps back then the actors could have moved at a normal pace but instead they're moving like the putty patrol from power rangers that's what's good about it
3: it's because it's so you, there's no way you can suspend that much disbelief where you're like yeah this that 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 little uh leaf
1: that it's like Bugs Life that fell yeah. in front
3: of them is <laughs> so insurmountable that they're like, oh, dang, but, but this it child. Should've, it
1: should have been that chase scene, right? Yeah. And then it should have rewound and then shown that that was actually what was just in her head. Yeah. And what actually happened is she was walking through the woods and one <laughs> of them hit her with a rock. <laughs> and she just she just went right down. I mean, that is, but in her head she imagined a chase where it's like woo sliding around and them hitting branches. Whoa, that is
3: so funny branches. though that th- she doesn't get away. And the chase the chase scene ultimately doesn't need to have been there.
0: I think yeah, that's the thing technically. that happens a lot. Yeah.
1: Things that happen that don't she, need to she happen. She gets hit with the rock and she goes oh, to cover up this wound, I'll wear my hair like this from now on. That's what, that's Star Wars. That's the Star Wars way.
2: Oh, you're so right.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. technically the reason that they had her run away was to show that, like, she's Very not. Fast. She's Yeah. Well, she's not. She's, she's, she's the fast. slowest child I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And every time she starts moving, I want the Benny Hill song to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... She brave. She brave. That's she it. Brave. They, yeah. They're supposed to show that, like, she's... Semi capable. I mean, well, it did. She
3: could have just squirmed
2: around and bit one
3: she of them. She could have kicked one just, in the shin. Yes, exactly. And
1: then they hit her with a rock
2: and, and then she then does they her hit hair. Her with a rock. She yeah. does that to Obi-Wan. She hits him in the dick with like a pipe or something. Yeah. yeah.
3: Obi-Wan meets <laughs> Leia?
2: Oh. oh. whoa. The pipe of a
3: pipe. I haven't watched past the pilot, because- <laughs> I haven't either. That's- you, know, you say the pilot- because because you the watched first? It? Yeah, because I watched the pilot, and I was like, boo! The best part was <laughs> the recutting get, of the like, uh, prequel clips into the recap, in a Oh a way my that there's God. actually emotional there's half. There's prestige
1: for it now. There's uh, prestige like, for it.
3: I know, it. I was like, watching <sighs> these, I was like, I remember this being the worst dog shit. Well, no, not in the moment when I was a kid. I was like, this fucking rocks. Look, but like, you know, prequel clips are not good. But seeing it like, you know, recut and retimed with like real yeah. music and like and like the and audio is like
2: enhanced yes. and stuff too and, 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 and like, like they noticeably. really went in and
3: like actually did better stuff i was like oh okay this is like a good use of like uh footage that they have at their disposal that most people wouldn't <laughs> yeah and then the show happened and i was like oh, okay
2: yeah it's a, basically a guilty pleasure for me at this point like despite all Hey of that
3: meat though he's cutting up on Tatooine real fatty it looks nice was yeah. that well, A5 you mean, wagyu You mean all
0: 3 <laughs> times probably. that they show him do it in its entirety yeah, <laughs> yeah. I recall yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it Jimmy Smith he's back though Never I left. just think it's a weird like I don't know it's it's it shares a lot with uh, Fallen Order like mm. even the fact that they're both Jedi's off-world working a weird job. I mean and that's the abstract similarity. And then it gets into like And then straight it gets up. into actual Yeah. Does it really? Which yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They there are they lift something from Fallen Order, uh Exactly. Like they do the exact thing. Oh, you same get on shit. like a
3: stupid fucking slide that you have to go down 16 times because you just can't grab those vines at the end. <laughs> just when you use jump. the
1: map, Charlotte. You just use the map and you can know it's exactly where you're It's The worst map yeah. in any just, game. Well, and Where's, da- the, fast where's the fast travel? Where's the fast travel? Get down here, Charlotte, at the bottom of the spiral. Yeah. Then the thing you need is up there. Yeah. And And, and there's only four or five red uh, locked doors uh, between you. Exactly. And I've done all the story stuff,
3: and I'm like, there's one thing I want to check out, but it means (laughs) sliding all the way to the bottom of the map and Mm -hmm. then having Mm -hmm. to walk my way through the rest of it. Or you can respawn. Let me love you. Help me help you. My
0: favorite part <laughs> of Obi-Wan so far is when he wall runs and then the show pauses for 20 minutes so that Ewan McGregor can look up where to find a specific part for his lightsaber. Oh, now I got On the internet. It. Yeah, now I now I actually it actually sounds pretty good. Oh, my God, irresistible. <clears throat>
1: oh, Jacob. Yeah? Um, I The
3: microphone is off, but I was trying to ask you earlier, are you going to go to London for the Star Wars celebration next year?
1: I think I am, yeah. <gasps> Are you going go to go? I think I'm going to do it. That's yeah, cool. I've no, never I mean, been that's before because you're going to be in London. Yeah, right? and then you I'd like to spend a-
2: some extra time yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. But like, yeah, I've never. I don't think I've, I mean, I've never traveled internationally. Yeah, that's cool. So like, That'll well, be there fine. it'll Might actually well. be
3: happening at the same time as Jane Austen celebration.
2: <gasps> wow, yeah. I'd go to both. Yeah, or one, <laughs> or one. <laughs> 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 I'll just go to Jane Austen celebration. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'll. I think I'll do that. That's in. It's in April. It's in less than a year. Wow! So I gotta.
3: Let's oh go. Time.
1: We're all going
3: now. Jacob, you, think, you think I'm going Me. to uh, England?
2: <laughs> Just
1: Jacob, mind Little you. Bite. The Globe Theater is not the original one. Well, uh, whatever, despite what they tell you, that
0: one burned down to the ground. They burned it
3: oh, at a certain point. Everything energetic. did, though, right? That's I went to Colonial Williamsburg, and they were like, "It burned down twice." Yeah, yeah <laughs> the original, yeah. and then the
0: recreation. It's like Chicago. Yeah, we were. Tr- uh, on Cold Podcast, we were just talking about a section of a town that's, that we've covered before that was just called the Burned Over District. Oh, and no. they just kept the name. No. <laughs> it's just, like, you have to tell people like, yeah, yeah, I lived on the Burned Over District right off the corner of 4th uh, and Children Screaming in Agony. Meanwhile, yeah.
3: <laughs> wow, a, there's a militant Delaware-based group called Burned Over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is uh, Jane Austen... Uh,
3: this Hot, is, yes, oh, <laughs> <sick. laughs> she's still, <laughs> she still got she it. You know, it. I, I was she's like, man, I can't, can't remember
0: a not. single. Jane Austen is the author, Pride and right? Yeah. yeah, okay, I was right. I was gonna say, you're gonna go see Prejudice throwing up outside of, yeah, Austen. We'll oh, wait, the character's name? Is Prejudice? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm Pratt,
0: and this is Prejudice.
2: prejudice. <laughs> Howdy, <laughs> my last thing about Obi Wan, yeah, throwing up the Prejudice mask. and McGregor gets be through any of it. That's that's it. that's it. That's it. That's all I'm getting. One
0: thing do. that I just recently learned about the sequel trilogy that I'm not sure how I feel about it from from a producing Which sequel
1: trilogy. <laughs>
0: the pre the sequel the new
1: ones the new ones. Or so yeah. okay, so we're considering
0: those are the four five six
1: originals. is one originals, yes, yeah. and then the other is minus one, and the others plus plus other yeah. zero.
0: So there's the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears> and gotcha. in the sequel trilogy, well, they have uh, a moment where uh uh ray hears ray skywalker yeah ray skywalker spoiler here's (laughs) other um jedi saying stuff and they have an obi-wan line and the first one is ray uh and the second one is like uh, something take the steps or whatever and the first one is uh Oh fuck, what's his name? Alec. This one she's hearing all Mm -hmm. the voices. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. This is when she's hearing all the voices. Alec Guinness's voice says Ray, and Mm -hmm. then Ewan McGregor says the second part. Oh, in Force Awakens. Yeah, Yeah, in Force Awakens. That part was cool. And in uh, in an interview, Ewan McGregor was saying that the way that they got Alec Guinness to say Ray is they took him saying afraid. (laughs) And they took off the A and the D and they just put that in the middle. And I just
2: that's because they don't have their like voice robots that they use now. I yeah. feel like- They could have
0: gotten
3: Anthony Bourdain to say it.
0: Oh, there we go. I think he yeah. was, was he dead yet? No, but they yeah. used yeah. The, they did a- Oh, like that's a right, with the movie. Yeah. Voice thing in, yeah. in, in
3: that movie that Patrick just watched.
2: It's mean, like with Darth Vader, they have the, like, they credit James Earl Jones, but I'm like, this Darth Vader doesn't sound nearly old enough. And then you also see in the, in the credits like re-speecher or something like, oh, there it's it is. It's like Lion Reese Peacher? Reese Peech- Peacher, yes. Jack Reacher? Peacher. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Were you gonna say one last thing about
2: Obi-Wan? No, just that I like Ewan McGregor, so I'm oh, just yeah. watching okay. to watch him.
3: Everyone should watch Fargo season three.
1: Everyone should mm. watch all of Fargo.
3: Yeah, but if they're looking for more Ewan. You get
2: to mm-hmm. see, well,
1: you also get to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead's butt. Oh,
0: butt. Compared Elizabeth. to Jane Austen's butt, mm-hmm. how do you? compare to who? Jane Austen. Jane
1: Austen. Oh,
2: Jane Austen, every day. Jane
1: Aston. Yeah. I didn't Hell, know that. Like, Jane Nasty. Her yeah. and
2: her and ewan McGregor were like a, a couple.
3: Oh yeah, because of that show, it broke up is his that, marriage. Really?
2: Yeah. His like daughter yeah, yeah. is in uh, Obi Wan. Apparently, she like wrote drugs. a song
3: uh, decrying Mary Elizabeth Winston.
1: What on earth? His daughter. Yeah, think of it now. Yeah. Yeah. His
3: daughter wrote a song. Ewan's daughter? Yeah. daughter was like kind of like teen angst shit but amplified because your
0: dad's uh she's in obi-wan and she literally talks to obi-wan uh and goes uh we all had a father and then like says something about like well she tries to give him drugs too yeah she's just (laughs) trying to give him drugs um you know, that know, show I rocks i dad. like that show it's really dumb and stupid it's really dumb i'm also just now watching through all of stranger things again and like all I'm of in, it all of it that's so much tv to i watch. can't it's do recaps because i love TV. watching tv i'm really good at watching tv maybe I the just best do I,
1: I mean i thought part have you finished have you are you caught up i'm uh, in the middle of season three now Okay, so no.
0: So I haven't gotten to four. I had originally stopped watching it after season two because of the... Because you watched mm, season two? Because I, season two, <laughs> episode seven, which is the oh, one I'm where they crazy. just completely... So episode six is they have this big cliffhanger where the monsters oh, all rush in. I know what you're talking Everyone's, about, yeah. like, scared. What are they going to do? The stakes have never been higher. You can't wait for the next episode. <gasps> and then it cuts to it, and then it's... Uh, what if Elle went to Chicago X-Men. and became a punk? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, right And yeah. they just completely shut off momentum right. so that they can have this dumbass fucking stupid story. Yeah, that
1: all about that yeah. thing happening I forgot in that season. Yeah.
0: Go to IMDb and look at the ratings because it's like Please. 8.2, 8.3, 8.5, 6, 9.3. Like episode rating? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think season wise, I really like the first season of Stranger Things. <clears throat> Can barely recall anything about season two and it's thinking, F. like, oh, well, I guess there's not really much more to that. And then season three going, like, oh, okay, no, no, this is fun again. And I think I like season four more than three.
0: So wow. I, I, gotta I watch. should check that out. Yeah. They're I, just so long. I, yeah. I had initially said, like, right now that mm. I can't do a recap. If you are out there and you want to watch Stranger Things, watch all of season one, just watch a recap of season mm. two. Yeah. Because yes. they do a small amount of character development that's honestly pretty shit, and really the only person's arc who matters is Steve Harrington's, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. And the relationship. The Steve Dustin
3: stuff is worth it. For Steve Dustin two. stuff
0: <clears throat> makes it so good. The train tracks when they're talking about like Don't his know hair care about. product. No, if you're referencing <laughs> season two, no. Yeah, one. I have no <laughs> idea what that means.
3: Yeah,
2: this is why with Obi wan I skipped the recap and I watched all three prequels and then watched yeah. Obi wan yeah. <laughs> Well, you
3: watched everything. You watched the. Uh, you watched Rogue One. Oh yeah, I watched watch, literally Bad everything Batch, that happens before Obi-Wan. Clone Wars. Clone yeah. The entire series. yeah, both Clone Wars, the yeah, original, Rebels, like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, all of Rebels. it. All of it. Yeah, yeah. Every single thing. You played through all the games again.
1: Yeah. Yep, Solo. Yep. You even watched Solo. I even for watched some Solo right there. Yeah. Uh,
3: I think I told that story on this podcast about
1: I told, watching Solo. I,
3: no, I told my grandfather watch Solo. And, <laughs> it's a tale. Uh, oh. Or I told him yeah. to watch Free Solo. That's or what it no. was. Yeah, I told him to watch Free Solo, and then I forgot about it and came back, and he was like, "I watched Solo," and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's okay." And he went, it's amazing that it really happened and I was like, God, he's not with us
2: anymore. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about a Free Solo. <laughs> yeah. He was talking I, I, about Alex, Alex Hunold. Yeah. I need to watch uh Stranger Things still. I I like there's just a lot of TV right now. There's Why do the episodes
3: have to be an hour twenty each? I, one, hour 20. I love it. They're 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 they
1: are they they're are movies. packed. They're though. each mov- yeah. they're mm-hmm. really packed.
3: I'm just I don't, I can barely watch a seven minute YouTube video anymore. I get that. I'm sure when
2: I start watching the show, I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to be glad that it's long. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, okay, there's like so much left for me to to watch. Like, ah, like, the boys also has those hour long episodes. I got his baby. The boys. Oh my God. So the good. boys.
1: The boys. The boys. I you the boys? Season it's three. Is, is season so three better than it's season so good. two?
0: What? Season three better than season I didn't like season two very much. I, I feel season like season two was amazing. I feel really. like
1: season one was really good. Yeah. Season two for me was better. I'm in the same boat as And this, then yeah. season three for me is currently better than season two. There is a. It feels season, like yeah. South Park, honestly. Uh, I was texting with Blaine about this. It feels like it's one of the few last things where, like, satire is essentially dead. In our current world, satire is essentially dead. We've got
3: a pretty sharp edge here at Funhouse.
1: (laughs) People don't know. (laughs) Because when you compare it to what other people are actually saying, it doesn't seem outlandish or absurd. It doesn't know, seem like it's casting about, a mirror on anything anymore. Yeah, except for our jokes about Reaganomics. Those yeah. are still on point. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know shit about it, so I'm just hoping that knowledge trickles down. Yeah, a there way, you a little go. It. it definitely um,
1: will. Yeah, thank you. Si- supply side, uh, co- comedomonics. Um, no more but, gay people. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the boys, I feel like, is doing it in such a fun way where it's like, it's still jokey and you can tell that the people making it like love the violence, they love the violence and they they, like do have like this really dark, like we we should make something inappropriate, but we're also showing how inappropriate things are. Yeah, And there really isn't much of that left as far as I'm aware because things are so bad and there's a sentiment that it like encourages and facilitates the badness, but. I'll be damned if it isn't doing such a great job of like everything in the boys is always like one year. Like the season is a reflection yeah. of whatever was going on in the world last year, but using superheroes definitely and it's always case really this fun. time. I just um, think,
3: yeah, it's so it's just so whip smart. Like the way Stormfront, uh, I don't want to spoil her arc because I do mm-hmm. genuinely think it's one of the most fun things. Yeah. But she plays a bad person, but with a an exceptional understanding of social media and like oh uh, yeah. And, and and like online like parlance which yeah. like like yeah like it's it's like the shitheads on like 8chan that can like bend things to their she, will by just sheer power and
1: just being so plugged in she's a just, genuine she's, bad actor she, like yes. like not yeah. performer but like when we talk about the term this person is a bad a- actor
3: everything like, is done in bad faith yeah, and, yeah, and exactly. it's it's really it's really fun when it, it goes mask off it's just i don't know i thought i wasn't going to like that show cuz i thought it was going to be like <clears throat> just, like, gory and gritty for the sake mm-hmm. of being gory and gritty. And that's kind and of like, the first season like, a little bit, yeah. It is, but It, it is, but, but also, like, it has there. something to say, yeah. yeah, which I appreciate. And the performances are so fun. I think Jack Quaid is, is super fun. There's and, there's a great uh, moment. Uh, where, and uh, Simon Pegg's American accent. Oh, is, oh right. Is yeah. really great. In the first <laughs> yeah, he nails season. it. There's a
1: great moment in... Uh, uh, where Homelander says to someone, is your idiot brain being fucked by like stupid? stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and he's like smiling and he goes, it's not rhetorical. Is your idiot brain being fucked by stupid? And the person's just like, <laughs> it's just like such a great thing. Like, what does that mean? But yeah. like, I'm scared of you. Kind the of- actor yeah. who
0: plays Homelander is so fucking great. He's oh, so yeah. good. That's the
3: only time that I've been disappointed to, like obviously it's a muscle suit in Homelander. But Blaine and I yeah. have shared but, many conversations. conversation. But I but I thing. saw him in a promo image and I'm like, oh, he's just a guy. Yeah, yeah. I
2: guess. He's like from New Zealand or something.
3: Imagine yeah. if he was like six Australian foot five,
1: two hundred and forty pounds of pure muscle. Or like that. I I have imagined it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <and laughs> what I And what he too. could do to me. He's yeah. in uh, Happy Pride. <laughs> he's
0: in <laughs> That's straight, I guess. <laughs> he's in um, Auntie Auntie Donna's big old House of Fun or whatever, mm-hmm. that sketch show. And yeah. he plays just like such a beta in that. And it's, uh, so that the only two things I've seen him in is Homelander, that mm-hmm. role, where he is just so terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And but also a beta
3: in many ways. Yeah, yeah
0: it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but I mean, kind of amazing. Like yeah. on, the, on the surface, yes, like very course. terrifying. And I had seen him in a couple of episodes of that, season one, and then the next thing I saw him in was Auntie Donna's House of Fun, where he plays just like a guy in a blue button-up drinking soup, terrified to speak. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: it's like fascinating in the boys how this character can be, like, so terrifying and pathetic and, like, super weird oh, yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's so it's like, complex. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, so many times he goes, I'm joking. And it's like, dude, what you just said
0: <laughs> is, so, is sociopathic. He's
1: like, I'm joking. Come on,
0: I'm I joking. Just, I, yeah. <laughs> I loved that in, uh, we'll cut to an ad break in a second, but one of the things that I really liked about him, I think it's season two, is how you really get this sense that he is so... He doesn't regard humans as anywhere on the same level as him, so like he knows that he has to placate them somewhat, but can't figure out how to just be a person. And so when he see, you see any time that he realizes he's gone too far, he tries to pull it back. <laughs> just, yeah, it's great. You can't. It's just yeah. The character is so fucking yeah. Well and done. then you
1: have him, this like Aryan. Like, yeah. like Lover Boy or whatever, who he just wants to be adored yeah. and worshipped, and then you have Butcher, who's like this Cockney, like bearded, dark hair, jet black or whatever, who who can't stand anyone caring about him in any way, like, and that's like the beating heart of the show, and you're like, yeah. ah, it's so good, like it's the pieces are set up, and then so even if you do. I won't say what happens in the first episode of season three, <laughs> but even if you do do something like that in your show, which is so utterly gratuitous, like you still have great bones, mm-hmm. and as long as you keep doing that and you like hit hit those bones, and you like, it's just great stuff. I love it. I love I love the sure. boys. Also, the yeah, bones. the acting good is bones. great as well.
0: Good bones. Good bones. Good, good bones. bones on this one. A
1: oh yeah, good bones there.
2: <laughs> Standout violent scenes in that first episode like no, holy three? shit good yeah. stuff i i'm, I'm looking stuff. forward
3: to seeing it i'm kind of in the middle of a bunch of shows so i'm like <laughs> yeah, hesitant yeah, yeah, yeah. to like jump into that right the first season i started watching because sorry i just watched Lindsay walk by the window with arlen hoisted up in the air <laughs> like, <laughs> sp- <laughs> right. she's like a baby a huge baby <laughs> um i got the vaccine uh which i know if it were real, uh-huh. you know, I would want to have the vaccine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I got the vaccine. It was just, like, knocked on my ass, and it was, like, mm-hmm. 1 p.m., and I just, uh, I slacked Matt, and I was, like, I won't be working for the rest of the day. And then I watched, I think, six episodes of The Boys.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, like, that's like
3: <laughs> through tunnel, a like, a quarter vaccine. of a day. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah I know. I mean, I was good. just, like...
2: Yeah, this uh fourth this third season's a really you good can,
0: time. I mean I've realized so the way that you play video games is the way I watch TV is mm-hmm. I'll work until like eleven PM or something and then it's like okay from now until four in the morning is when I watch television. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even that you bad at video too games. Late, Mondo. Yeah. Well it's not forever. It's 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 temporary. Just like our corporeal body. <laughs> yeah. We'll be
1: right back. <laughs> It's heating up outside, and when it comes to stylish essentials, perfect for the hotter days ahead, there's no better option than Mack Weldon. From hanging out at home to that much needed vacation, the conference room to the happy hour, they've got you covered. Their innovative daily wear system takes the guesswork out of getting dressed, even for the most indecisive of guys. Honestly, I've talked about it before, I have basically tried to sub out as much my clothing as possible for Mack Weldon clothes, and it has not failed me yet. I got shorts, I got shirts, I got everything to protect the bottom side, I love Mack Weldon, and as these days get hotter, I appreciate them more and more, because Mack Weldon's premium polos easily elevate your plans with fabric technology they've built in. Their lightweight Silver Peak Polo and new Super Soft Prima T-Shirt Polo are great for summer. I'll be wearing them everywhere with the Maverick Tech Chino Short and Radius Flex Short as well. Two other must-haves for the season, and by the season, I mean beach season, or pool season if you can't get to the coast, season, whatever, just find a body of water. Uh, Check out their board shorts and swim trunks. It's a combo of performance, stretch, and a slick design. They're great gear for when you're taking time off. So, check out Mack Weldon, for yourself and save 20% on your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash FH pod and enter promo code FHPod. Again, that's MacWeldon.com slash FH pod, and enter promo code fh pod for 20% off. Stock up on the warm weather essentials you've been missing.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Uh still here. Same guest, talking. <laughs> what if we left during what if we left <laughs> well, during yeah. the
1: ad break? And then the second half was just the sound of the air conditioner running. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I've tried. If you're if the, we're in the middle of the recording and you walk through the do- those doors, you come in through another set of doors into the studio. Really? Yeah, yeah. it's oh, it doesn't shame. exist in time. It's and like space. Severance. That's yeah. a
0: shame. another show I need to watch. Severance is fucking fantastic. It's one of the best TV shows I think that I've seen all year. Also, that's, all, that's what I've heard from many season people. three of barry which i just finished yesterday i need to watch Too it, much TV. Is There's a lot of tv so f- i all i do is watch tv tv is my tv is it's your destiny the, it's my, in my opinion the greatest form of art that humanity has created okay thus far it combines <laughs> writing acting music like everything in a long form storytelling Uh, Way and I love it TV and that's what I mean is like TV for me is just like Mm -hmm. the epitome of human creation I love it so much. Okay, I know it's stupid. It's my opinion for me. It would be tile walls
1: uh, mosaics on tiles (laughs) at uh, saunas But I was gonna
3: say mail-in prizes from pop tarts boxes in the early mid-aughts. Yeah, also good
1: for me It's dominoes that fall
2: into the shape of an image that's also good for me. It's oh. Domino's Pizza. Let
3: me let me change mine. Me too. It's 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 like car crash compilation videos of dash cams and Ooh. security videos. It's a guy that's getting cool.
1: hit in the nuts with a football. It's a guy getting hit in the nuts with the football. It's a guy
0: <laughs> getting hit in the nuts with a football. <laughs> it's getting hit nuts of the football. Great job. Uh, that's, all right. yeah, that's an improv. Scene. <laughs> I, improv. When, when I was at <laughs> yes, the and, greatest art the greatest form humanity form has ever made. made. It's when, got everything. No music. No writing. Yeah. Bad acting.
3: The my favorite thing about improv is that there was a split. Among Along the path where many people said, No, it's a tool, it's only to get to better sketch. And other people said, less, Fewer people said, yeah.
1: No, this is the art form. Yeah, yeah. What if you learned carpentry but never <clears throat> built anything? That's improv. Yeah. <laughs> or at least you build the frame of a house. Not <laughs> and even. Then you don't put it You electric, theorize or, about or, what the frame could be. And you discuss listen, seen what some, the house I've might seen look like. I've seen some great
3: like. improv. It just gets so grating so quickly if it's anything less than good. And even if it's the best, after maybe 40 minutes it's like i can't sit here anymore
1: <laughs> and even if it's the best you're like wow this would have been way better if you guys like recorded this and then no, went back and no sometimes there's then, a like, really
3: like a dynamic and, like, like-
1: Electricity, I don't want to talk about improv. (laughs) It's
0: fine, yeah. I think improv is a tool because uh, doing stand-up, one of the funniest moments that ever happen are moments that are just like purely in the moment that you can't write. Mm -hmm. And in fact, when those moments do happen and you try to replicate them later, they don't work because they were so in that moment. So like live performances, I think, like, improv does work. But uh, any other time, like, I fucking hate watching it. I tried to watch that what is that, Middleich and Schwartz? Middleich
3: and Swart, Schwartz, Where, yeah. like,
0: I, it was fine. It was okay, but it's like, fuck me. I don't, I, if I'm not there in that room, I don't give a shit, it doesn't I was, matter. I
1: was, for one of their things. Really? Yeah, it went Was solid. it good? Yeah, it was, it was good, but when I saw their special, I was like, okay, like, even they have a concept of, because they work together so much mm. that like they know where the other's going to go and they clearly are like this is where we're going to lead. It's not just winging it. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that a lot of people don't realize is when they they decide to form their own improv team and start performing around Southern California that like you're not just supposed to wing it. You're supposed to have like some sort of plan, yeah, invisible or otherwise that you can execute on and that still takes work, you know. Oh yeah. It's, absolutely. It's
3: so difficult and I, I have just seen some incredible blunders. <laughs> I, uh, part of like being part of an ensemble is technically anyone can come on whenever they want. And mm-hmm. so you'll have like maybe a member of this class, because you didn't get to choose everyone, who inserts themselves into everything. And a oh. lot of stages have doors. So <laughs> I think I was playing like a mom or something. And, um, I was talking to someone else in the scene. I do not know what it was. This guy opens the door and pops in and he goes, <gasps> and I, Kicked it shut with my foot and I was like, keep doing your homework. And yeah, I just <laughs> didn't <laughs> let him come in. <laughs> Cause that he would rocks. just poke his head in. So I just like, psh, 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 shut the door. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> that fucking <took it> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Then right. what, someone who every su- su- uh, suggestion is stripper.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> who only wears hemmed jorts. <laughs> and you I find out they have kids.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what I was going to say about Barry, by the way, is that it's a fantastic show that's really changed the way that it, it's gone since it started, which I feel like is the mark of a great show where, mm-hmm. uh, what I did appreciate about appreciate about the boys is that after the first season, which really felt like, okay, what's going on? After they were done with that and it, answers had been given, they came up with a different story, same character, same universe for the second season. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they're doing that with the third. Uh Barry does a really great job of that and I just watched the finale of season 3 of Barry and I'm not going to say any spoilers but this show started as a comedy there is one joke yeah. in the finale for Barry it's and it crime is a thriller now yeah, yeah it is in the first 5 minutes and it is a fucking hilarious joke by the way also <laughs> my fucking friend is in one of the other episodes in barry if you've seen it it's uh chad from chad goes deep and he plays the beignet store owner uh in in barry and it's so fucking wild just seeing a guy you know in a show that you really like it makes you like it just a little bit less mm, for a oh, second, I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're just like, well, I wanted to be enthralled, but that's just fucking Chad. Up yeah, there. yeah, yeah, it well, takes it you out of it for a second. Jacob yeah. was in
3: Mulaney, but he doesn't like people to talk about. Mm, it. Yeah. yeah,
1: sorry, Everyone's everybody. Show John, yeah. Mulaney? yeah. John Mulaney's three I'm camera sitcom. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that thing that had like one episode or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's oh, why we don't. We don't okay, have to wow. talk. We don't have to right. I thought you meant we
0: shrunk Jacob down and then put him in John Mulaney, like Magic School Bus style. I thinking Fantastic Voyage. Oh. Different generation? No, we're the two are like a year
2: apart. Um, I do need to watch Barry, though. I'm catching up on what we do in the shadows right now. Mm-hmm. Barry's next on my list. Because mm-hmm. I think what we do in the shadows has a new season like, in, like next month. Oh, really? I, I think, think so. Already? I know. Slow down. But that's also very good.
0: I was yeah. watching a bunch of stuff on Twitter about, uh, uh, oh, who's the guy that's like the showrunner for that? He was uh, half a flight of the Concord. Jermaine Clement. Yeah, Clement, Jermaine yeah. Clement. C- 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 uh, yeah, Jermaine. Uh, Jermaine on Twitter was sharing a bunch of screenshots of people being, just praising Taika Waititi for everything, (laughs) for all the things that he did, and they're like, Taika Waititi, what we do in the shadows killed it, and Jermaine tweeted it out and was like, basically what he did is said, we should make this for TV, and then fucked off to write Thor. Well, (laughs) even, even Jermaine doesn't work on it
3: anymore.
2: Yeah. Jermaine,
1: Jermaine, Jermaine, Brit, Jermaine. He doesn't. Britney? He doesn't work on it. Like, and so people will be like, "Oh, this season." He's like, "That's awesome." I do
0: <laughs> Wellington Paranormal now, <laughs> which is I've heard really good things about, and I gotta watch that mm. too. Um, one of the cool things about writing, like I uh, or or making stuff, like I said, is sometimes you'll see your dipshit ass friends in episodes of Barry. Uh, but a much cooler feature, is sometimes your own coworkers get to do really fucking amazing stuff. You went to Star uh, Wars Celebration? Yeah. Pretty so you cool. You didn't go see uh, Stormtrooper yeah. vomiting their mask. Yeah, uh, I did that for you guys. <laughs> you
3: do it for the fans.
0: Mm-hmm. James, uh, you got to work on two pretty big projects recently as a, as a writer. Yeah, a uh, mild career shift
1: that I was not expecting to happen. Um, I mean, and again, I the thing is, that I'm learning about. You're talking about the fact that so I've eh, Elise and I uh, are a writing team essentially for two games now. One is called Arcade mm-hmm. Both are for Ilphonic Studios. One is called Arcade um, which is a multiplayer shooter, uh, like an action shooter, but it has lots of like. Quest lines that you can do so you're not just plop popping in and playing the game for no reason. And so all those quest lines come from like original characters that like we created that you interact with that hang out at this big arcade in this fate, this big spacey futuristic world. Um, And uh, we kind of fell into it because I mean, it's we knew someone that was working at this studio um, and who has. Uh, been a fan of our work for a while, and a funny story is that like, like he he was like, oh, I always knew you're interested in that, but people say they're interested in stuff all the time. It wasn't until I actually watched Arizona Circle that I was like, oh, you guys actually can. So something came out of that show, which is great. <laughs> um, somebody liked it and watched it, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, it basically gave us this really unique opportunity and said, you know, we have this game. Um, and we already know what the game is going to be, but we want to make sure that there's something else for players to experience that isn't just clicking, clicking heads, um, and getting headshots and getting high scores. And so will you, they already had the world, like kind of the world Bible built out, but will you create characters and flesh out things and essentially write the, write the dialogue for it, which is really cool. And then we are still working on that. The game is ongoing. Um, and I think you're, we're gonna, you're able to play it at RTX. I think it's gonna be at RTX. Wow. Um I'm gonna but, there. Uh, so you can play it there. I huh. mean, you can play it right now if you want to, you download
0: it, but. Um, we, well, by the time this comes out, we, we will have, have played, played it, it. on yeah. uh, that Friday stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a week before. Yeah, and I've been on
3: vacation. As,
1: yeah. as a bulk of that writing was kind of coming to an end, they said, well, we were really happy with everything you did on this, and surprise, it was mostly a big test <laughs> for us to see if this is something that we liked working with you on. We have a, a, another project coming down and it's Ghostbusters.
0: Wow, um, so, cool. so
1: Ilphonic is, they're making a Ghostbusters game, Ghostbusters Spirit, uh, Spirits Unleashed. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's, it's an asymmetrical game where one person plays as a ghost and another, another you play with three of your friends to go hunt that ghost. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff. It's weird. You you mentioned that you wanted to talk about this before, and I was like, I don't even know what I can say <laughs> yeah. because it's such a small portion of the process. And I think that makes it really cool. We've been talking about all these other amazing, amazing shows and how much power like the showrunner has and mm-hmm. the writers have, and obviously all and the these editor. things- And the editor, yeah. And the prequel cuts, like, um, <laughs> You see how uh, collaborative all art generally is, but this is like, the writing is like such a small piece of of what we're providing for the game. Um, but yeah, so like the goal is that to make it feel like you're an actual Ghostbuster. There's, there's experiences that you can have outside of just there's the ghost, you know, clicking and chasing the ghost with a beam and stuff like that. Um, And we, you know, there's a firehouse and wanted to make sure that it felt real and the characters were there were genuine to the ones that you knew. So yeah, I mean, that's something that Elise and I have been working on for a really, really long time. In terms of how it works in with like the game dev process because you were saying like, how how does that work? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. (laughs) We, We will both admit we don't know because we kind of just got dropped into it and someone just saw potential in us and just said, do what you do. Mm -hmm. Write things that you think are clever, funny or creative and just do that. And then we'll put them in the game. So the process of it, I'm sure if we wrote somewhere else or on some other game, it could be entirely different. I, I would actually, if anyone else is watching that is like an experienced games writer, I'd love to hear how the process is for them because i honestly don't know our experience is so limited and kind of like self-taught
0: you've you've mm. written for like
1: t- tv before right like in what sense i mean i wrote i wrote for attack of the show and stuff like that mm. but i i haven't
0: written like script for drama. yeah 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 <laughs> please bring back <laughs> Uh, well, I guess, so like you've done, you had a hand on Arizona Circle, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess I, yeah, as far as like screenwriting goes, I didn't know what your experience was prior to this, other than just like, you know, we all kind of write stuff here, but not.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I came sense. out here to do, essentially, was to come out to write and, and create and stuff. So I thought it was like, coming out here to get swole as hell. I was swole before I came out. Here, <laughs> I thought it was to make GTA videos. That was like a fun byproduct Mm -hmm. of like following my dream.
3: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One day I'm going to go to the city of angels.
1: Uh (laughs) Um, The city of
0: (laughs) James angels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah. So no, like, yeah. When I went to school, I studied filmmaking and creative writing Mm -hmm. uh i think i've talked about before but i was also a drama major as well
0: fuck that's where i fucked up i studied uncreative writing that's That's why all my shit is so hack yeah yeah
1: you just wrote technical manuals yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so like the goal was always to come out and like try and do stuff like that and you know i've written shorts and written stuff all for a bunch of stuff i mean even there's things on funhouse that have been written, yeah, by me, and then Arizona Circle was a big flex of that.
3: Well, you write um, all the gameplays.
1: I write all the gameplays. Yeah. It groups. has a really
3: dynamic feel because we've had a really talented.
1: Team, mostly the but- Monday, I only mostly write the Monday series now. Yeah, um, because there's enough of us that I don't have to write all of the gameplays. But yeah.
3: I've been meaning to talk to you. I don't understand why you keep writing in all those typing things. I'm actually an incredibly
1: <laughs> gifted typist. Yeah. it's it's a character arc. Because I'm sure. Planning... I'm just curious
3: where it's where the rainbow is headed.
1: Uh huh. You're yeah. gonna get worse. I've got oh, a, I've, so yeah. it's a <laughs> and then amnesia. I also I have amnesia <laughs> oh, no. underlined twice written in my character notes for Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, I feel so. like I
3: knew that. I've
2: got some notes for myself too. Like I need. You like make sure to write it that like I remember to say things during gameplays. do I yeah. don't, like sit there
1: for so long. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always I always try and put something in there. Right? Okay. Wondering. Well, whenever
3: he writes a Jacob line, he actually has a macro on his keyboard, so each period is set to put down four periods. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> also, fun. It, it it doesn't always come through because it's collaborative, and everyone's allowed to bring to the table what they want to. But all of Jacob's lines. In my scripts, begin with her Yeah,
3: <laughs> but that informs it. It's a nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he doesn't oh,
1: always really right. say it. If you go mm-hmm. back and watch, sometimes he does, but a lot of times, as as well, a performer, yeah. he makes a decision. We'll I cut it out a lot. We'll I, hear- <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I, yeah
2: I, I hate that that's in my head now, because <laughs> now like, I'm gonna fucking do it on accident. To, oh my God.
0: Murder. Murder. A lot of people don't know this, but most of the Jacob lines that we have are actually Alex Guinness lines dubbed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. have to go in and it's take them out. It's only the word <laughs> afraid. Yeah. We got a lot yeah, of AI And AI then we pitch shifted. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot. I was actually wondering if you could write my guy some punchlines so I can stop just being eviscerated. Oh, I don't write for you. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking credit for that. You have, there's an AI. <laughs>
3: there's a neural network yeah, spitting out our minds. We it's led two, it's an two
0: series, AI. talking to each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's we let an AI write places. this guy's yeah. life. Yeah. Here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then it's just what? the dumpster fire. Can
3: I ask you a question, James?
0: Charlotte, uh,
3: yes, uh, you may. I, I'm. Uh, bits aside, I'm curious, Like, for someone that would want to get into this, I mean, it's always something that I've considered, but mm-hmm. I'm also just asking generally for anyone listening, what kind of like stuff would someone want to have to show for this kind of writing, because I'm not even sure what goes into it.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's great. I I am not even sure I'm the best person to ask, but okay. from the people from the people that have talked to me from Ilphonic and said we love what you're doing and we're really excited to be working with you, the general consensus is they were like, okay, this person can be funny, which is what we want. We want our game to be funny. And, but they can also do it in like a controlled manner because we were talking about improv. There's some people that will get up there and do improv, but when you need, you need someone who writes jokes, like can think in terms of narrative comedy and stuff like that. And then also, you know, we always talk about putting things out there. Saying you want to do stuff is like the best thing you can do. Most people don't know. the people that I work with, I've known for a really long time, but it was never like a thing that was on the table until a couple of years ago, um, because it just wasn't voiced. And it wasn't until I made something like Arizona Circle or I just like sat down and had a conversation and said, I'd love to do more of this, that someone went, oh, okay, well, the next time I have an opportunity, I'd love to give it to you. Um, So, but to that sense, in our process, a lot of, a surprising amount of what Elise and I work in are like spreadsheets. Really? Oh, is it like because so much in gaming is situational, right? Like it doesn't make sense to be like, Mm. like write a script and then be like a hundred alt lines. But
3: if it, a certain criteria and if, X then Y, and
1: you're working with a lot of engineers and developers and stuff like that. Nerds. And so, yeah. yeah, but people that have to organize things in certain ways because it, it it's a it's a program, right? And it has certain once a condition is met, something must happen, and that could be a character raising their arm, or it could be them saying hello. Wow. And yeah. so, and but then even you have to think about like as someone playing the game, if every single time that condition was met, they just said hello. It'd be miserable. It yep. would be it would be a miserable game. So then you have to write hello twenty different ways. How would how would this character say hello twenty different ways? So that way it can kind of randomly pick which one it's going to use every single time that condition is met. Yeah. So it, it's it's really interesting. There's some of that. We also you know there is story that we've gotten to work on and like things that are like straight up cinematics. You know that those are much more traditionally done. Sure, like you I would write a script so. or whatever.
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask like if it was, did it take a lot of adapting to go from like writing things that were more linear to something that, that's a video game where there's so many different scenarios and the, stuff.
1: Honestly, this job prepares you for it incredibly well because everyone here is like comedically inclined. Like I, everyone here talks extremely well about like film knowledge, how things work. We know story. But then we also have to sit in front of that camera and then just like take turn something from nothing, right? Mm. And I think it's really helped me in that sense to be able to do that to like look at a list. Elise is a genius, so like I'm sure she would downplay it. But it's so easy for her to just get into a character. She's always in her books when she's not on camera. But but for me, it's like oh, this is just like doing a scene with people. Like like okay. There's a thing, I crashed in GTA for the hundredth time. What do I say this time? <laughs> yeah. So that way it's not the same joke from last week. Yeah. You know, like how do you take just the slightest bit of catalyst and turn it into something fun and something new? Yeah, when, I can
3: imagine there's something cool about, sorry. I don't No, know go just for it. I just imagine there's something cool about like, you know, in linear writing you have to you can throw a lot out there and have so much that you love but ultimately the character can only say one line in this part. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something cool about having a medium like video games where that circumstance, that situation can come up countless numbers of times and you in being prepared for it, you get to utilize so many more fascinating ideas that that you and, and especially with a writing partner, like that, I'm sure there's just so much great stuff that bounces back and forth. That's just, it sounds like such a cool opportunity. It,
1: it is, it is a ton of fun. And then I think also for me, like the pressure's kind of not entirely, I don't feel entirely, like, pressured to do it because there's so many other factors. Like, we'll do something and we'll be like, is this good enough? And then someone on that team in the cinematics will, like, take it and imagine it in a different way and pace it out in their own mind. And you're like, this is way, like, this is incredible. Like, it's just a small part of this process uh, that it's, it's pretty awesome to watch. When you get to see someone playing as, like, a Ghostbuster and doing yeah. cool stuff, yeah. like, maybe you hear one of your lines come up and you're like, oh, that's fun. But what's really cool is like, oh my gosh, look at the particle effects on that that proton cannon. That's gotta be the coolest
2: thing with like being in game dev and stuff. It's like, there's so many different like facets of making a game and so many different people involved in different departments and stuff. Seeing it all finally come together in the thing that you see on a screen. It's
1: gotta be nuts. And, And again, there's also other aspects too where it's not just about the words people are saying. There's tons of other writing in games. You know, yeah. we talked about Fallen Order, and it's like, oh, you found this, this tablet, and now it's not worth devoting time to having uh, the actor read the tablet out loud in a cinematic, but maybe it's in a HUD that's thrown back somewhere <clears throat> and that there's a, all kind of fun flavor text like in that Like something. a grimoire or Like a grimoire, honestly, like a grimoire. Yeah, a, and,
3: yeah, yeah like, a, like a grimoire.
1: And it's surprising how much stuff like that comes up that it's like, hey, we have this thing. We need you to write this for it, you know? And, and it's not even dialogue. It's not. It's just make it interesting text in cool. the voice of something, you know? Yeah.
0: God. There's um, <laughs> two things. The first thing is in The Last of Us, one of my favorite parts about that game is that, uh, and I missed it the first time I played it, in the middle of the game, you can start collecting these notes, which is like the story of-
3: Oh, the Ishmael stuff? The Ishmael stuff, mm. yeah. where
0: it's just like, you can collect all of them and read through the story and it's fucking haunting. It's good writing. And I really got very invested into the story. And so did a lot of other people to the point where some people were like, that's gonna be the DLC, Mm -hmm. very clearly. Yeah, Yeah. everything
3: has to be gamified.
0: You can't
3: have anything that's not fully explored until there's nothing left at the bottom of the barrel.
0: More Um, Blackstone.
1: Again, I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about stuff, Sure, but I can tell you that like, I always think of that as like the Black Freighter, right? Like, you know, in Watchmen, Mm -hmm.
2: they constantly refer to the
1: Black Freighter and then ultimately you get like, he wrote an entire comic off, inside yes. of a comic that like we're like, Elise and I have our Black Freighter type stuff, stuff that was like really fun and cool that's like purely additive, mm. but supposed to create more and more ambiance and immerse the player in that world just by nature of like, Finding bits and pieces. Yeah, along yeah, the, the, way. the
3: existence of the player, someone that can go into your story and just fuck around and not oh, do yeah, anything yeah. the way they're supposed to. <laughs> like the Ishmael stuff, you can miss some of those. You can miss all of it. Or, yeah. or you could come in at the end and be like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" I did. That's happened to me in Fallen Order, where I completely mm. missed the first like three mm-hmm. of an environmental yeah. storytelling echo, and then I came back to ZephO or wherever the fuck, and I was like, "Huh? Oh, yeah." I guess that's why all that happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's like I keep playing Elden Ring over and over. Yeah. I keep finding new stuff. It's like I just uh, just uh, Chaos the Agent. Witch.
3: It's like, yeah.
2: <laughs> good channel. But yeah. if you make... That's a really good It's like, like
3: making yeah. a movie, but the person will just constantly be swapping around in the scenes, man. Oh, you're yeah. You're watching it
0: completely out of yeah. order. And, it's yeah. like,
3: and you have to sit there and watch it happen, because you're like, no, well, my vision.
0: That was my... That was the second thing that I was going to say, is I got a small little taste of this when I was doing uh, Must Be Dice with Mm y'all. Because it fucking... So, we talked about this. Must Be Dice, based on a story that I wrote previously, adapted it for this thing. So, when I was going into the first three episodes that we recorded in one day, I had a full story. And then I quickly realized that I can't fucking do that, because that's not how a tabletop RPG works. So, like, once we really got into it, I couldn't fucking do that. I had to adapt... And I'm okay at improv, but I really shine as somebody who can have time Mm -hmm. to write something and craft something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, after the first episode, could no longer, the way that I write something is I, I'm i a fucking sucker for the formula, all right? Like, D- Dan Harmon's story circles, you mm-hmm. want, go, search, find, take, return, change, whatever. That's how I started out. And then I put it into the fucking beat sheet, right? Like, opening image, theme state. Like, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. to have that shit because that's how my brain operates. Yeah. Like, I can see, I can break apart a fucking story, But then doing this, you can't. And so I didn't do spreadsheets, but I did do essentially uh, a a story circle for what would occur if you guys hadn't interfered or interacted. And then from there, I wrote, (laughs) I wrote, possibilities and none of them even got fucking used because like, the one of the nice things about games, I would assume, is that at a certain point you can cap the amount of possibilities your players can mm-hmm. have. But in tabletop role-playing shit, you yeah. could have done anything. You fucked my story. It is, honestly. You fucked my story consistently and constantly every single episode. Yeah. I- the one thing I want to add on top of that, because that's
1: an that's a great point. Like the I, if you DM, mm-hmm. it's very similar. the The only thing is that what we're doing is even easier. And this is a testament to the team at Ilphonic. Imagine if they cons- it's someone's job over there to consider all the possibilities, yeah. right? And consider the universal poss- possibilities of the world of this game. It's a limiting factor, right? Like because it's a video game, but like they have to consider them all and then they just take, they compile that and then they give it to us and we fill it in. We don't have to think of that. Yeah. Way easier than what you're describing was put on us. So like, but if you can get your mind to that place, you're already in a perfect position to be able to handle that once it does get passed over. You're basically doing all game dev design and execution in your head to a bunch of people that are just trying to ruin it.
3: Yeah. Whereas at
1: least this process is a bunch of people working together to handle that whole process. People way smarter than us goes, well, there's no way based off the ones and zeros that they can do this, right? Yeah. But they can do this, 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 and this. They send it to us and then we go, all right, well, if they do, this is what they'll say. You know, so it's so collaborative. It's like really fun to everyone works together to build like a thing.
0: That is it's the cool. one thing that i'm that I'm looking forward to. i uh, before I started working here, I started working in writers' rooms. And that was the first time that, like, I had ever realized, like, Okay, you write a pilot script, right? And it's fine. Even the best pilot script written by a single person is, for the most part, like it's fine. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch pilots and obsess over like how the. F- oh, uh, perfect example. When I was writing cartoons, uh, I watched um, Infinity Train. Which, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, go watch Infinity Train. I don't know if. I haven't haven't seen it. So I'll go watch it. I read books. Okay, let's use a a better example. Gravity Falls even, because it falls Mm. under the same category. Is that like, it has such a well-defined world and sets the, uh, it sets up things that come into play later. And there aren't really, a lot of plot holes. There's just things that you wonder about that then later get fleshed out. And I it drives me fucking nuts as a writer to go like, why can't I make a pilot that's this good? And then you watch the pilot and you're like, oh fuck, they didn't either. You watch the pilot for uh, Infinity Train, they didn't either. Breaking Bad, like he had some of the shit, but you don't. You get in a writer's room and you add collaboration to something and it just fucking takes off. Oh yeah. And it's so, yeah, that idea that you don't have to do anything alone and then, like, doing stuff with Must Be Dice, with Y'all, you'll made it so much better. But also, like, that idea where you can come in and get a spreadsheet and it's like, this is, this is everything that happens. Mm-hmm. Now you get to write for it. I can't imagine how fun that must have been. It's it's, it's a ton of
1: fun. It's, it's intimidating when you see, like, a spreadsheet and it goes down well into like the 400s and 500s. Yeah. And you're like, oh. I've um, seen higher numbers. But yeah. Um, 600. But, and then there's tabs. There's tab- oh, And then yeah. you click exactly. and you're like, oh, there's another tab. Um, but it's super fun. And yeah, like you said, it's it's collaborative. Like ultimately the end result is a bunch of people working really, really hard. And the best thing that can happen is that you put something in there. Someone sees it. they like it so much that without even talking to you, it like shows up in the world. Mm-hmm. That's that's one like an a, like a environmental artist or whatever. Like they read it and they go, like, oh, well, if this is written this way here, I want to make that reflect the thing. So without even me having to think of anything, someone like does like, oh, whatever, and then like names a book. I'm not saying this is the case sure. in, in these mm-hmm. games, but like, like, oh yeah, I'll just put this in the book. And then someone digs around, they find the book, they're like, they're so smart. And it's like <laughs> That environmental artist just paid attention yeah. and then just did something awesome and creative with their with their
0: time and energy. It you know, fucking rocks. It's great, James. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Onto oh, anytime, anytime sure to come back <laughs> to this lowly place, Funhouse. Before you go, I want to ask a question of you: if you could, uh, if you could be the story creator, the narrative lead mm-hmm. on any video game based off of a of a different property. Like an IP? Yeah. What would it be? Like what game would you want to work for the most? Mm-hmm. So so a video
1: game like you mean like a Star Wars game. You mean yeah, like that? Yeah yeah. Man, I don't know. I Probably honestly a I a
3: backdraft don't... game.
1: Whoa. <laughs> I, yeah, a backdraft game. Uh I, that's really tough because I, I love Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is like kind of that thing. Like I mm. love Ghostbusters. When they said Ghostbusters I was like I know those voices. Like, do you need me to write those voices? They're like, yeah, we do. And I was like, I know those voices. So like something like that would be important. Anything else though is like fun. Arcade Geddon, mm-hmm. all made up from scratch. Yeah. There's tons of original characters. There's characters that we put in there, like based off Elise's like like voices Elise does <laughs> and stuff. And then she ended up voicing the character in the game. Oh, like just no like, awesome. stupid, stupid, dumb stuff like that. And so like that is really fun too. I don't know. It's it's a really fun process, and I, I would definitely be more the uh, beggar than a chooser okay. in that capacity. But
0: either of you have like a IP that you'd love I to I have a question.
3: Okay. Barbara Bush, Nancy Reagan, Mary oh. Todd Lincoln. Mary fuck kill. Fighting
0: yeah. Fuck
1: Mary Kill. Oh.
3: Oh, that's fuck, the fuck, question. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: IP? Well, both of you peed before we started recording, but yeah, yeah same Look question. It.
3: I don't, I don't know if I have an answer, because I, I feel like I've seen some of my, my favorite IPs that I would want to see in game form are games that I've played. It's Prey, it's Outer Worlds, it's Outer Wilds. Prey, the
0: new Predator movie? <laughs> yeah, cool. I
3: mean,
2: you don't want to write for the uh, Seinfeld, the video game? <laughs> Frasier, the video game? <laughs>
3: I could be convinced,
0: Fraser. but I would be sooner. To,
3: yeah, I'd be sooner on the Frasier one. Yeah,
0: you have to plug in a Guitar Hero guitar and play the riff every time that you finish a mission in the Seinfeld game. Yes, <laughs> 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 you have to, it's like Guitar Hero. You have to learn yeah.
3: to slap the bass.
2: Jacob. Oh, um, I think Mario. <laughs> Herdur. I would Good love choice.
1: Herdur. <laughs> Herdur. Herdur. He did it! He said the <laughs> yes. game! Yes. I scripted.
0: <laughs> I think that's great. If you have a uh uh my answer, by the way, not not a joke at all. It comes from the what we talked about last week on the podcast: a blade. Just fucking awesome. That's like the great. vampire yeah. blade video game. Yeah, blade video game. Like, because we saw blade. Redfall, which looks cool and it's very similar to yeah, yeah. A, a John made the great point, but I want. Redfall in with blade aesthetic. I, that's all I want, and, and I, it, it dude, fucking rocks. If blade you blade. Uh, blade. if you can think of an IP that you think deserves a video game, let us know. Um, and even bonus points if you think you could write it. <laughs> tell us Wait, what the story a would be. Succession
1: visual novel.
0: Ooh. Ooh, wow. Yeah, they should That's reskin.
1: Cool. Uh, what was that game that came out last year? Brian Cox. No, it's yeah, like one person's trying to break into an island, and they keep Death loop. They should reskin it with Face Off. Whoa, that'd be cool. One person is Nick Cage slash John Travolta. Yeah. And yeah. The other the one, one is John, John Travolta, John Travolta/ slash, slash Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah. That'd so which fun. one is the dog? Just a showdown, like a spy versus spy type game. I want his that is death like in- loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Let us know in the comments what IP deserves a video game, how you would write it. James, thank you so much for coming on. Everyone Charlotte, else is here too, yeah. Jacob, you are both treasures, and I'm a piece of shit. Love you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Herder.